Well, welcome in, race fans of the internet. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Dirt Podcast here. Uh, of course, my name is Ryan Williams. Joining me tonight once again, Big Papa Pridge. He's back as the co-host, not on location this time, but he is live on the podcast here. Welcome back, Mr. Matt Pridge. And Matt, how you feeling this week, man? Had a, a good week of racing uh, just a couple of days ago. And uh, we're back here doing another episode of the podcast, about as high as it gets without uh, capturing that first win. Yeah, man. Well, I, you know, it, it it feels like a win for us. Well, because, you know, like I say, I, I, I get the first first group every weekend in qualifying. So, you know, I feel like if I could have been in that second group, there may have been a chance I could have out-qualified Justin and been in that position to take the lead on that start. So, you know, there's a lot of what-ifs, but, you know, maybe next time I'll take that second place. It felt like a win to me. Absolutely. And we'll get right into that in just a second. But before we get into uh, the whole episode, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Of course, we got uh, last weekend at Sumter. Uh, we got some more news from around the uh, the Carolinas, the racing world, some high racing stuff to talk about. And then we'll get into our we're, we're going to do our very first Mount Rushmore. It's going to be the Mount Rushmore of racing movies here later on in the program. So that's going to be it's going to be a fun, fun program today. So y'all tune in, stick with us. But before we do that, make sure that you are liking and subscribing. If you're listening to this on the YouTube page, uh, make sure that you're leaving a review like it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify think we're on uh everything from pandora to amazon podcast we're on all kinds of stuff wherever you're listening to this please add it to your feed please rate and review the show uh to help us get into that nice old algorithm and reach more racing fans like yourselves uh so i guess matt we got a whole lot of stuff going on in the background i think my dogs are in there having a blast right now but uh, we got some cool stuff to talk about here let's start with this past weekend uh especially your race at sumter uh, you just alluded to it a little bit. It was, um, it's kind of a bad luck draw there for you, even though, even though you drew what, it wasn't a, a bad number. It wasn't a bad number. It was yeah. pretty high. It was a great number. It's just, you know, when you only have seven cars and you're, you know, one to a hundred. There's no telling. Yeah, exactly. There's no telling ever. Yeah. And I mean, you can, you can allude on that a little bit because I mean, what was it just a couple of weeks ago you showed up and, um. I had just gotten out of my mouth. I said, do not draw me anything low. And then right time I said that, Cody started laughing and said, you got a one. (laughs) Yeah, you you drew a one. This was, oh, this was, what, three weeks ago now? This was the week before. Yeah, this is when my motor cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that uh, with Hunter a couple of weeks ago. Uh, It was really fun to have Hunter on the program. Um, I hadn't quite seen how many exactly how many people listened to it, but I know it was a ton of people, and uh, we appreciate all that. But like I said a moment ago, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep rating and review, and help us get in those algorithms because we want to uh, help reach as much people as we can. And you know, tell them about this dirt racing we got going on here in the in the Carolinas. Um, some cool stuff going on this weekend. Uh, but back to a couple nights ago, last Saturday, um, you get out there, man. You you qualify after uh, after drawing a forty seven. You're still in the first group. Um, along with, I want to say Austin Mintz was in your group and a couple other cars and, you know, track was nice and tacky, um, which was a good thing. Track was in great condition. Um, uh, it was, uh, I think a big monster thunder bomber race. They were in the, in the house for what? 3000 to win something like that. We had, I think 19 of those show up. Uh, so it was a really good night overall at Sumter, but you showed up, you went out for qualifying and, uh, I mean, James was, James held on the floor, man, and he wasn't able to turn, but, uh. I want to say he turned a high 15. I mean, I don't know if you were quite on the floor, but 
track seemed tacky enough. Just about everybody seemed to be on the floor a little, it, it, at least in your group. No, I, I'm I'm nowhere near on the floor all the way around. I'm I'm off the gas. No, I'm not going to say a lot, but I'm off the gas a little bit. So I mean, I'm not on the floor the whole way, but I I was I was happy with my lap. You know, I felt like I as as far as my driving goes, and the as far as the the handling of the car and qualifying goes, I feel like that was our best effort all year long, and it just. It was it was the back of the field. Not I. I was pretty disappointed in that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I I was not happy when my dad told me six, and then I it ended up being fifth. We we had a little bit of confusion because banjo. Um, yeah, was out he there ju- he just showed up to yeah. to get some seat time before uh before this weekend. Now I have had a lot of people tell me that um you know that looked at his lap times and it may have turned a faster time than him in the race or whatnot, but. There's a lot of uh, th- th- there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, specifically, if we want to get into the weeds here, um, you guys' side local boards. rules were running I had a side you know, board on the, the sideboards and and taller spoilers, no room. I didn't have a taller spoiler. They all see what are they running? I think they're running twelve inches and in, no. I have literally the same size spoiler as Banjo. Right, you might. I, I mean, there's there's some other cars out there that have taller spoilers though. Um. For the Blue Ridge rules, I'm not sure exactly what they can go up to, but I know I I did know the super spoiler rule, but I can't I can't think of it anymore. It it wasn't too long ago we put the spoiler in the car. It might be it might be eight, and I think ours is twelve. Um, with the with the Blue Ridge rules, because you can run, of course, the side the side panel and and the uh, and a taller spoiler, and um, heck, heck, most cars can even put um in that stuff. They can put the I guess I guess it'd be a, a little. Another little sail panel or whatever, whatever you want to call that little uh, piece of sheet metal people are putting on the noses now, uh, running Blue Ridge stuff. I I haven't seen you do it. I haven't seen a lot of people do it. But when they came to town, I did it in the were, red car. There were there were a few cars that did it. Um, whenever they came to town, um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'm not. I, I didn't really know that that was in the rules because all I've really ever seen was, yeah. you know, people take put the side spoiler on and whatnot. I didn't know that you could have that that much stuff. Um. But hey, it was cool to see. Um, but getting back to this past weekend, of course, he was there running the national tires and whatnot, prepping for this week. Um, but he did kind of mess everything up for a little bit. When it came to the times, we had to take him out and all that stuff. And you ended up, what, fifth? Um, and then dropping yep. the green flag, dude. Tell me about this race because that looked like a bit of a, uh, bit of a cluster uh, right there going into turn one because I, I, I want to say that Brian had problems getting the car to fire maybe. Um it might have been carburetor issues. Could have been, could have been anything, you know. Um, yeah. So I'm not exactly sure what happened with him, but it really seemed like whenever they come out of turn number four, and flagman started it, Brian just couldn't go. I don't, I don't really know, and that kind of bottlenecked everybody back to you at least. Well, so what happened from my point of view? I can't really see what happened with Brian, but I just kind of. I kind of tucked underneath Austin and kind of like just chilled there underneath his quarter panel. Right. And he, he went out, he came out of there in the lead. I I had to check up because, you know, I had Tony right there beside me. So, you know, I checked up for him and then I came out. I think, yeah, I was in third. Then we come around to complete the lap and then, yeah, the caution came out. So, 
Yeah, that put me up in the third, and I think James that put James up in the fourth. Yeah, James was running top five at that time. It was it was you, it was Austin, then I believe um I believe Tony. Tony was second. You were third. James was fourth, and I want to say William Russell was up there as well. Um, and then Dalton Hodge was right there in that mix. And then the next uh, restart, I want to say that uh, you were able to get the get the jump on Tony off the top and then take it away, and it wasn't but a lap or two later that you had another caution. And uh, you chose the bottom, which at the time, oh, I'll be no, honest no, no, with no, you. No, 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 no. Once I got – once we took that restart where I chose the outside, we went – we we went green flag until that the last caution of the race. No. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. That was all. We only had two cautions. First caution and the caution where James's drive shaft broke. No, there was another I, one. No, 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 no. No, there there was there was a second one because Tony was on your outside and you were able to you were able to like keep him behind you going into one. That that's the restart where James's drive shaft broke. It might have, yeah, 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 it might have been. No, it was. <laughs> it might have, that's what I'm saying. I, Bo, what are you talking, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was at the end of the race. Why'd you try to say, to why'd you say like I was wrong? I, I knew what I was talking about. I was like. You uh, said a couple laps later. It wasn't that many laps. Yes, it was. It was, it Look, was just that, the first the caution point. came out on lap one. The first caution yeah. came out on lap one. The second oh, caution came I, out. You're with gonna make three me look at exactly what lap this happened on because it wasn't. It wasn't too. It far happened after, with um, three to go. Did it? Yes. First, after we took, oh, after we completed one lap, the caution came out. Yes, I know that. And part. then James's drive shaft broke with three to go. Three to go. I thought it was. I thought it was closer to five to go. I thought it was oh. just after lap ten. But still, I'm mm. I'm still right. Tony chose yeah, the outside I mean, yeah. on you. Okay, quit telling me I'm wrong. Damn it! <laughs> Pissing me off. <laughs> don't cut. Don't cuss. This is my podcast. I do what I want. Um. Anywho, dang it, <laughs> Tony chose the outside on you. Um. You got me all flustered and flabbergasted. Now I'm sorry. Mm. Okay, let's reset, calm down. Okay, we're good. Tony chose the outside on you, and I was like, that's not good. That's not going to be good, because uh, the outside is way better on the restarts, and they usually are. But somehow, some way, you were able to get up. You were able to clear him off turn number four. I don't know if he misfired, misfired the restart, mistimed it, or what, but you were able to clear him uh, into turn I'm a, I'm going to chalk it up to... I got lucky on the restart Probably. where I was on the outside because if I have a choice to to start on that inside front row, that's where I'm gonna start, dude. I'm, no, but, I'm telling you though, the outside lately, nah. if the track isn't completely bone dry, the outside is the place to be at that at that track on a restart. I don't know what it is. Um, it's how I, it's just, how Christian passed Zach for the I got, win. I got lucky on that restart. It's it's how Christian passed Zach for the win a couple months ago. It's how um, who was it? Um, well, I mean, it's how Justin got by Mark, Michael, but it wasn't on a, a restart. Um, and there's there's been plenty of stuff like street stock races, especially you, the outside guy uh, is going to have the advantage on the third place guy off restart just about every time, and and most of the time, um. Most time it's happened on the initial start too. If if they fire sequentially, um, sometimes your your leader gets a better jump, and some 
Hey, recently, a lot of our street stock guys, they have that, uh, they have the choose rule for the uh, initial start. They can choose the outside if they want it. And a lot of them have been. I know uh, Austin Rodonis was the most recent one. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he chose the outside for the initial start and went on to win the race. Um, pretty much uh, green to checkered, I believe. But, um, yeah, I don't know what it's been, man. You go back, I mean, I, you go back and look three, to e- e- even two years ago. The outside wasn't what it is. I'm not sure. I mean, I will say they did add some banking before this year, so that might play a factor into it. But I just feel like something right now is racing about as wide as we've Sumter seen it race. Sumter's, Sumter's been pretty racy, I feel like. Yeah. Like, no no kidding, dude, because y'all were kind of mixing it up last week until you got, you know, single file with uh, Alston out front and you in second and Tony in third. And um, I want to say Dalton raced his way up to fourth after James um, after James fell out of it. And then uh, William was right there as well. But still, um, really good race. Your lap times were exceptional. Yeah. You were you were right there on Alston. Alston I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really happy with how, like, not necessarily the speed. The speed could have been a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I, I'm very pleased with how consistent I was. Sure. I was just about two tenths, within two tenths every lap. Just just oh, about every lap. Yeah, easily. I uh, mean, within two tenths, usually within a tenth, man. He was twos, twos, oh, threes. Yeah, just for you know. Austin would turn a one. You would turn a two. Good. Austin would turn an O. You would turn a high one. You know, you were right there. Hey, with he didn't it. turn an O. He didn't. No, he turned a one zero. It was close. It was close. Don't get me wrong. Say, he, he turned something that was that was. <laughs> he right turned there. a one zero. That was his fastest lap. It was a one zero. Mine was a one three. Look at it this way. Yeah, he turned a one zero. You turned a one three. Um, somebody turned a one six too. I mean, track wasn't as Banjo. fast as what. Oh, that's yeah. He he would be data unavailable. That's right. Um, which I mean, that's still not a bad time to be on those 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 super hard. Uh, national tires either um again i had a sail panel so. yeah sure yeah you had a sail panel um and but and then again i mean he might not have been put, i don't know man i i wasn't I pretty much had 13 down there with him. on too so yeah true but, the crate 21s and them new tires are hard as a rock i'm i'm uh enticed to see what what the lap times are looking like because last time that the supers were at sumter back in june they were still allowed to run uh the older compounds uh, so this time it's going to be really interesting to see how the lap times compare to last year. Of course, last year the the track record was set. I think it's a fourteen five 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 seven. Um, I think that's what it is exactly. Um, and it was Zach Mitchell and the uh, ultimate race last year, and of course that was on you know your older tires, your thirteen fifty, sixteen hundreds, D seventies, that kind of stuff. Um, what were we saying? I was going to say before we move on, though, I just wanted to say the track had a lot of bite in it. Yes. And oh yeah. <laughs> I I was I was honestly glad the uh, the the caution came out because at their the the late in the race because uh, <laughs> because of the g forces it made my foot slip off the brake pedal and I, <laughs> then the caution when that happened the caution came out so I was I didn't know what I was going to do in the next corner uh, I just. I, I guess I was just gonna go through there without no brakes. And I'm excited because what happened. Finger, fingers crossed, the track is. It didn't eat up the tires again. No. I can flip my right rear and probably make another feature out of it. Right, and I mean the the exciting thing there is hopefully, you know, barring everything goes right and then we have enough moisture in the air, the track is gonna be you know similar to that for this super race this weekend. 
And um, you know, we're expecting a lot of a lot of really good regional talent as well as some national guys to come down. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some national guys. Um, I want to say that a, a few of them have decided to go up to uh, up to Beckley, which is a haul for a lot of the guys in this region. So if they're willing to make that haul, power to them. Um, but I, I, I still do hope to see a lot of a lot of national names and whatnot come to Sumter and race with us, because um, that that's going to be a really fun show. The uh, we deemed it the Bob Sharp Memorial um, after you know a, a legend in this area, man. I'm not sure how familiar familiar you are with uh, Bob Sharp, some of his work. He used to promote the racetrack. I believe he was a track owner at one point in time before Mr. Charles took it over. Um, really good fella owned a uh, construction company here in Sumter under mobile storage company here in Sumter and, uh, best way a couple of years ago. And, um, ever since then, we've been looking for a way to kind of memorialize him at the track. And, uh, we were presented with this golden opportunity, man. This thing fell into our laps like a golden goose. I'm not going to lie to you when they, they said something about it. We were one of the first tracks to jump on it. They gave us the date and uh, everything was set to go. And, um, we're excited to have it be, I believe I may be mistaken, but I want to say this might be the highest paying super late model race we've ever done at the Speedway. I'm now, pretty confident I'm that's the case. I'm confident that it is, but hold on here. Because there was that I have a Tampa race back in 2001, maybe. And I'm not sure if have a Tampa was running 10K a, a night at that point. They might have been, uh, yeah. they might have still, they might have been running 10. They might have been running five. I don't have records from it, so I don't know. Um, I mean, I do know who won that race, but I don't know how much it paid. Um, I'll say it that way. Um, so, yeah, that was your race from us up there last week, and we sidetracked a little bit, but um, back to some more um, some more racing talk. And um, let's do some classic something to talk. Well, not really classic. This was only you know, five, six, five, five to ten years ago. <laughs> um, we'll talk a little bit because – I had seen, and uh, you were talking about it uh, on the phone with me earlier today. We were talking kind of, uh, kind of about the uh, yeah, reminiscing, reminiscing, reminiscing. But first, I do want to mention because I saw that um, all of the the Gibbons equipment is back for sale. Um, I did see that a couple of weeks ago. I hope that you know somebody's able to get it and restore it back to uh, back to where it should be. Back at Kegel Racing Automotive. Personally, that's 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 how I feel. It, should, it all that stuff should be back uh, with Austin and uh, and Sean at Kegel Racing Automotive. Every single bit of that stuff may or may not happen. I don't know. But you and I were just talking about you know kind of the history there with, of course, Little Ed ran forever, and then his sons kind of picked it up. I hate to see that they're they're not driving right now, man. I really do. But uh, both Kerry and Gibb were really really good, and leading to our point here. You and I saw a video that uh, Will Volk posted. This was uh, about a year before I took over at Sumter as the um, announcer. <laughs> Excuse me. This was about a year before I took over at Sumter as the announcer. Um, you were still on the receiver. No, 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 no. I wasn't on the receiver yet. I was, I was there, but I wasn't on the receiver yet. I didn't do receiver until 2019. And then at the end this, of 2019, I'm pretty I sure this, this was 2018. 2019, wasn't it? This was 2018. No. That's when it was posted. Was 2018. This is 20, yeah, this is 2018. Okay. You yeah, keep trying to tell I'm me wrong. that I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Golly. I'm wrong. Is that what you want to hear? Yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> I'm wrong. Um, anywho, uh, sorry to all the headphone users out there if I just peeked your headphones. I'm sorry. But I'm Matt's constantly telling me I'm wrong. And it's just nice to get one over his head sometimes. 
But oh, there was a video that made me I'm laugh. I'm enough man. to admit when I'm wrong. God, there was a video that made me laugh, and it was from that uh, Blue Ridge race in 2018, and and Kerry dominated. Um, I want to say this was about his last year. I want he ran a little bit 19, one race. No, 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 didn't run in 2020 at all, because Gibb ended up driving the 07 in the Clash race. Um, in 2020. So yeah, Kerry's last season was 2019, and now that I think about it, which it's crazy to think about that we haven't seen a Gibbons um, in now three years because, uh, well, no, Gibb may have driven in twenty one as well in the in the uh, in the Clash race for uh, for his dad and grandpa. Um, uh, I'll have to go back and look Gibb to race, make sure. Gibb was uh, there for the Steel Block race last year. Did he run it? I don't remember. He, if he, I'm pretty sure he, he made ran it. it. I, I don't know, but he was there. He ran it. It might have been the first racing. One. Because I know that he drove uh, Capel, Terry Capel's car one no, time. He was, the, he, was that, he was there last year. I'm, last I'm year, okay. okay. Pretty so he was, positive. He was there last year. Okay, I got you. Um, but still, my I mean, this, the point is, I, I kind of hate to see there. there's no, you know, Gibbons racing weekly anymore. But on the video that we watched, it was a recap that uh, that Will used to do. And I, I wish Will would come back, man. Um, I wish I could see him again every weekend. But it was a, a recap that, that uh, Will did. <laughs> And yeah. oh, uh, I, I used to enjoy them. Yeah, every, not, not segments that included me though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially those. especially like this one because I think they were coming to what the white flag <laughs> oh and you were just God. stopped. No, they were coming to the it was checkered. checkered. Oh, you spun on the last lap. Oh my goodness, <laughs> they were coming to the checkered flag and Matt's just sitting there at the bottom of turn four, spun out right in front of the leaders in the racing groove. So Kerry had to uh, pull out the five D's of dodgeball, as I like to say, to get around you and, and win. Uh, that race, and you were telling me that you uh you saw him what the next week is that right? Yeah, well, that was a Blue Ridge race, and then I th- the next weekend they were or the next race I went to was at Lakeview. I'm pretty sure it was the next weekend, and they were there for the Blue Ridge race, and <laughs> I was there just to watch. I I didn't have have a car there, and I saw it. I saw him at the drivers' meet, and I went over to talk to him. I I said, don't worry, man, don't worry. I said, I'm not racing today. God, but he man. was he was like he was like, nah, man. <laughs> Just he he thought it was funny. I didn't at the time. I was <laughs> I, I can laugh about it now, but it, it was uh yeah, it was not a fun time back then. This this was back when you were on the struggle bus heavy. This oh yeah. This was before you, you know, you really f- kind of figured out what you were gonna do with this race and stuff and started figuring out setup well, and all that kind of stuff. But, and and one of the things is is when you when I was making the move from what I was in to uh, into a late model, I, you know, having to relearn everything driving wise. My dad didn't want me in a car that I was going to go out there and, and wreck. And, you know, we yeah. gonna spend a lot of money on. You know, you, you get what I'm saying. We're going to do it the cheapest way possible. See if oh yeah, you know, and then and then that was. Okay, so we traded. Uh, we've already talked about this, so you can go sure. back and look this up. So, anyways, basically, long story short, as I was in a piece of junk, I learned how to drive in a piece of junk car, and now I'm in a car that handles good. Absolutely, that's yeah. what I'm getting out of that. Absolutely, and and that car, your car's on fire this year, man. You've had uh, the best runs I've ever seen. You have. I'm just waiting on you to put it all together one night, because um, I can guarantee you that uh, there will be some celebrating and. 
there may not be too much uh too much wet mud at Sumter, but uh well no you've already won your first you you've already won your first official race. I've, I don't know I've if won a car. I've won in a car. That's what I'm saying. You've already yeah, you've already won officially won model. your first race, so we can't really do that. I keep forgetting about that fact. Um but but still, I'm excited for you to actually, you know, finalize the deal one of these days and, and see you cross first and, and have that moment, you know. Because, um, dude, I'm telling you, if, you know, if it ain't one minute since another and not a lot of people were expecting Austin to show up, I'm glad he did. Uh, he's really fast, um, which is another reason that I, I hope that we can get uh, some stuff done and, and get a 602 race back at something where we kind of got – we kind of got our – we had a 602 Series race that kind of got taken away from us, unfortunately. Um, you know, I, I hate it, but it is what it is. It's it's the way of the racing world. Um, so, I mean, that – but still. It got canceled for a race got, that got canceled. It got – well, it got canceled. No, 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 not that one. Well, that one did too. And that series is doing their best to try to get um, – try to get back with us, but – the other series that was supposed to be here next month or this month now, it's already heck, it is August. Daggum, it is August. The series was supposed to be here this month. They had a um now this is me speaking as a journalist. They had an opportunity to race at a track that was more central to their location, which was, you know, it's five minutes from the series promoter's house. So I don't blame him. I really don't. Uh, people can say I, I hold a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. I cannot blame him at all for what he for what they did. Um yeah. They they found an opportunity to race, you know, at the revival of Friendship Motor Speedway, which is now um, they're renaming it. Uh, I can't, I don't know what the the new name is ultimate, off the top of my head. Ultimate Ultimate Speedway, ultimate Speedway, ultimate Speedway Park. That's what it is. Uh, great racetrack, great people running it. I believe uh, some of the Colers are running Colors. it. Yeah, great people, great racetrack. I'm super excited to get back up there. I love the facility. Um, I, I love Jack Craig, who's on the the mic there just about every weekend. You know. So I, I I don't fault them at all. I I wish that things could have worked out better. I wish they could have rescheduled, but uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles in racing. We've had a lot of people cancel. It, it happens. Uh, we've canceled a lot of stuff as well. So it, it does happen. But uh, Matt, let's talk about a little more racing. Did you get to watch any of the other racing on Saturday night, or were you more focused on your own stuff? Because man, I tell you, we had some dang good racing on uh, Saturday at Sumter. Well, I was focused more on my stuff uh, before racing um i watched the first few laps of the first race and then i went to go get ready for mine um and then after the race i after my race i was just loading up and then i went to go sit up at the uh to watch the street stocks but i noticed there was people at the payout window so i went ahead over there so fortunately i didn't get to see the last one dang well i will tell you you missed out on a lot um Street Stock started the night. It was a great race. Um, Banjo Banjo showed up with the old Vader car, won that one. Um, and then there was a heck of a battle, of a battle behind them between, I, I want to say, Rob. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say Bob Robertson was up there, a fellow that I had never met. He was a really cool guy. Um, come down and race with us. Dylan Lacey was out there, man. A bunch of bunch of traveling guys showed up at something this past weekend, which I really, really love to see. Um, I believe Austin finished second and, uh, the, the, the Holloway may have finished third. Maybe, uh, this is without looking at this is just off the top of my head, if I remember right. Um, and then we got to, I believe a Kano four and Kendall Boatwright won again in that one. I believe that makes it seven on the year for him. And I think, uh, another three in a row, so three in a row for the second time. And, uh, if you don't know a little information about something, if you win three races in a row, 
Um, you are then taken into the tech shed for what we call a track protest. And with a Kano, you know, you're checking to make sure everything's stock, everything's in the stock location. Uh, all the body is stock, trunk lids on. Uh, the interior is, you know, halfway gutted. You take out all the flammables and uh, some other things, glass and whatnot. And other than that, it's got to all remain stock. And um, you're checking computers, um, check to see if it's tuned, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I believe Cody had his uh, had his computer checker and all all kind of stuff with him on Saturday, and he did that on Kendall. I believe he was deemed uh, legal. He went to Victory Lane, and uh, his little girlfriend Audrey uh, Jeffcoat, um, who had a um, who who was she's learning uh, really really well now. She had her best run ever, finished second. And I want to say that old Bucky DeBerry uh, finished third. He came back after about a year and a half hiatus. He finished in the third spot. So good to see Bucky back. And uh, I really enjoyed calling that race uh, to see Kendall run well again and Audrey run really well. Uh, super proud of them for all that they've uh, accomplished in this year. And then, dude, you want to talk about this Thunder Bomber race, man. Monster Series, whether it's MMSA, Thunder Bomber, whether it's the 602 Thunder Series that uh, Mr. Scott was running for a while. I, I haven't seen much from them this year. I, I, I'm hoping it's still a thing. Um, but still, all of his series, man, they race fantastically, dude. I mean, you go back to April. That MMSA race was one of the best mini stock races I've seen, period, um, at any track. I know they have some, you know, some big races that, that are, you know, nail, nail-biting finishes and whatnot. You know, you talk about the, the World Full Crown at, uh, at uh, where's it at, at Gaffney. And then there's stuff at Charlotte and all that other stuff. But that race at Sumter was exceptional. And same with this Thunder Bomber race, dude. I think we had four different leaders of the race. Um, it started out with, I want to say, was it, it was uh, Rod Tucker, I believe, on the pole. Uh, and then he lost the race, to, the, lost the lead to, I want to say, um, I want to say Geis got the race lead for a minute. And then it was, then it was Benji, or then it was Rod taking back over. Man, a lot of lead changes. I, I just believe it at that. A lot of lead changes. Uh, now, there was a fair bit of damage done, but these guys were racing, dude, side by side, two by two, all the way back. These Thunder Bombers, the guys at the at the top level of Thunder Bomber racing right now are so even, it's insane, man. You talk about some great racing. There's videos of it on the internet there. Y'all go check them out. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed when you watch the Thunder Bomber main from Sumter. Um because I, I had a blast calling this race, watching Rod Tucker finally come to Sumter for the first time, even though, uh, get this, Matt, I don't know if you heard, but Rod's car caught on fire not once but twice. Do you know about that? Um, Yeah, I think I did hear about that. I hope Pretty you did. Sure I did. Because it was rather interesting. There was a, a red flag moment, and the field pulled up, and as soon as Rod came to a stop, now what had happened is I'm not sure if there was a if it was a uh, leaky valve cover or you know something near one of the plugs. I, obviously, it was because they, it ended up melting the plug wire. But um, Rod came to a stop, and all of a sudden, you see flames come from under the hood, and people are yelling, people are screaming, people in the booth are screaming. They they're yelling at Rod to turn his car off and blah blah blah, or yelling at Rod to get out the car. <laughs> so Rod, without missing a beat, pulls the fire extinguisher out and just starts spraying and praying, baby, like old Call of Duty. You ever play Call of Duty? You know you ain't got a chance in Sam Heck, so you just start spraying at people and trying to get a kill. Rod was doing that with the fire extinguisher. Didn't hit a bit of the, didn't hit a bit of flame. Uh, but luckily, the series officials and the track officials were quick on the scene. They were able to get you know an extinguisher up under the hood and uh, take care of business. And 
he was actually able to to keep going from there. And then as soon as they crossed for the checkered flag, he pulled to the scales. Same exact thing happened. More oil sparked. And um, that's what it was. It was leaking oil. And uh, more oil sparked and uh, caused another fire in this exact same place. And uh, But still, Rod was able to finish second after catching on fire, which was uh, a pretty cool thing to see. Uh, you don't see that every day. I'll tell you that. You do not see that every day. But exceptional race uh, with Benji Knight winning. Uh, Benji Knight now three for three in Thunder Bomber racing at Sump during the past year and a half. So uh, really, really cool to see that. Um, I was excited uh, to get to have a word with Benji there. He was, you know, had a lot of good things to say, especially about uh, Mr. Billy Cagle, which is uh, the main guy I met that, you know, even though he has passed on, Billy Cagle's, you know, reach in racing is still as prominent as it has ever been uh, to this day, dude. I And I feel like that's oh, yeah. one of those names that's never going to die out as, as long as as long as history tells its story. Uh, the, the name Billy Cagle is going to be passed down from generation to generation, uh, you know, just based on, you know, his outreach in this racing community. I know, you know, I knew him decently. I didn't know him very well, but I knew him decently and he was a fantastic guy. You had a relationship with him. Y'all used to, y'all bought parts from him forever and all. And I really think that that's, that's one of those names that's going to be. I've raced uh, Charger since I was about probably like 18, 19, maybe. That's that, maybe younger yeah. than that, 17. Exactly. I've known him for I, I knew him for for a very long time. Exactly. And not, to me, not as long as some people though, but I mean, right. you know. But to me, that's one of the names that you know is never going to die out of uh, of racing at all ever. Um, okay, and I say this because uh, Benji had a lot of nice words to say. He raced he raced the um, the feature event with the the Kegel Strong shirt up underneath his uh, driver's suit. And uh, I had a Kegel shirt on, not that, not the same one, but right. the gray one. I, right. I have, I had that one. Well, I, I just, <laughs> I, it, it touched me whenever he pulled into victory lane and he, un, un, uh, uh, he un, undid his, his driver's suit and I saw the shirt and, you know, I had to say something about it to him. And, and he was like, he, he was saying, you know, in a roundabout way, yeah, he's, he's riding with me and I owe a lot of, owe a lot to, to Mr. Billy and his advice over the years and, and all that stuff. And I just thought that was a touching moment. Um, especially for a lot of our winners, man, we, Oh, yeah. you, you know, do you know how many Kegel Strong shirts I see on a weekly basis? And I will never, ever get tired of seeing them, ever. Um, oh, I, no. I hope oh, to yeah. see those shirts, you know, until the day that I decide to hang it up and, and retire from racing. Um, uh, God willing, it'll be, you know, 30, 40 years from now, but still. I I, I hope to see those shirts forever and ever. And um, I need to get my hands on one. They did, They ran out before I could get one uh back way back when whenever they came out but i need to get my hands on one i need to talk to austin or sean whittle or somebody about getting one um, i'm sure you can go on a website and make you one it shouldn't be too hard yeah true or, or I can, I can if get, you want to i could get Caleb, we, we uh my, my or, beautiful, or, or my wonderful oh fiance. yeah talk to sean and see what they you know see what they say well my wonderful fiance she's a wizard with that uh what's the thing called cricket the um cricket there yeah you she go. Is, my wonderful fiance is a wizard with that stuff um so I might might have to put her put her knowledge to the test on making me one of those. But let's keep on with some racing here. We had a couple more races on that night. Mod four. Um J.R. Warren came back and and it was interesting. I saw he posted this uh the same weekend, three years in a row, gets a win. 2020, 20, or 2021, 2022, 2023. Same weekend gets oh, a win. So uh, you'd love to see it. Congratulations to JR. And then uh the Super Street race, Banjo pulls out the broom, goes back to back, wins that one. And uh, once again, top three was Rodonis and Holloway. So I mean, parody is amazing. Um, 
so yeah, that was the racing from Sumter this past weekend. A couple more shout outs. Uh, RTJ winning it at Falls. Uh, tremendous hot streak for that young man. Huh? Who won at Fayetteville? They had a big super race there. Oh, Michael Rouse. No, it wasn't a super race. It was a um, it was an I ninety five race. Oh, it was I ninety five. Yeah, okay. Michael Rouse won. Michael Rouse won because I remember I commented Hated on their Express. um, yeah, man, the Sweet Potato Express strikes again. I'm trying Hated. to get them to come to something this weekend. I commented on their stuff and I was like, man, I, I know I've been trying to get y'all to come to something for years now. Let's I do it this feel weekend. Like you will. I hope he does. Um, I know they got they got a super package in there somewhere. I I hope they do. Um, I'd love to see Michael Rouse at Sumter and see how he does down here. I'm glad he will. Um, I, I, I feel like, and I hope, I hope a lot of guys do. Man. I think you go, you guys are gonna have about forty cars. Do you know how happy my little heart would be if we had forty cars? I, I feel like y'all will. Should be, should be live on Flow as well. So that's gonna be thirty at really least. Cool. I'm calling. Uh, it 30 I'll, t- I'll at take least. your word for it. I'm not gonna make an official prediction just because I work at the racetrack and uh, and I'm hoping for the best, but um. Yeah, I hope to see Michael and and a bunch of others. You know, Dustin Mitchell. I don't think. Um, well, Dustin's back in the D eight, that's, and that's mainly in super he'll, program. Yeah, so. he'll be there. So he he'll be there. The O six will probably be there. Uh, I, now yeah. I'm saying this. Now I'm. These are my predictions. I'm not saying they're 100 percent going to be there. The, I think Willie's going to be there. Yeah, Willie's uh, been running most. But Noel will probably be there. Yeah. Emory will probably be there. Well, I don't. Um, I don't know if Embry runs that much uh, in the super stuff, but he does have, you know, the win in the the steel block stuff at Sumter, and those steel block look, cutters will hold look, up against the super at Sumter. I promise. Look, Justin. I mean, Austin Mintz qualified second in a super race with a six oh two, ended yeah. up finishing fourth yeah. only because they had caution. You're exactly right. You are exactly right. So, I'll give that to you. I, you know. If you got a five twenty five, you can win the race. How many times has a five twenty five won a super race at Sumter? Ah, uh, once or twice. Once I'm pretty sure two or, or three times. Mm, let's say let's let's look through the list here. You got uh, Ross Bales, that was a supercar. You got Banjo Duke, that was a five twenty five. You've got Anthony Sanders, that was a supermotor. You've got Zach Mitchell back to back. That those were both supermotors. Okay, so um, one one win with a five twenty five. Well, uh, depends. I'm still not a hundred percent. I'm gonna have to ask them this weekend when they when they get there. I'm not a hundred percent sure whether, um, whether the 06 car had a limited motor or a super motor still to this day. Uh, I'm I sure kinda, they had a super motor. I, I was told it was a super, but from what I knew, their super car was a different car, unless they changed the reps to match on both cars. I don't. I really don't know. Um, but well, I mean, you know how much they people change that, sure. like yeah, you know, yeah. like the weather these days. 100%. I mean, hundred percent, and, and you know, it could it, it could be one, it could be the other. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know I said that a few months ago, but I kind of took it back. Uh, the the podcast after that because I was told it was a super card, but I mean, his wheel spin was a lot less than Zach Mitchell's. So I, I'm still not sure. Um, but still, yeah, one five twenty five is one, but they're always in the mix is the big thing there. They're always top five. Um, so really excited for our local guys this weekend and you know, other limited cars from the Carolinas, because if you look at lap times, they're they're turning, you know, the same lap times, if not a little bit better, running uh when the steel blocks come to town. Uh so really competitive there. So hoping for a lot of steel block cars, a lot of limited cars, a lot of five twenty five cars. A lot of 602 cars that could get in the mix as well if Austin Mintz shows up. He's one of the, you know, the coolest headed drivers that we have. If, you know, if he's turning lap times like he was this past weekend, 
Uh, who knows what he could do against a bunch of supers uh, coming up here at Sumter for 10000 to win on Saturday night. Uh, Going to keep harping on it, 10000 to win at Sumter on Saturday night. Y'all please be there. Uh, biggest race that we may have ever held, honestly. Uh, the Bob biggest Shelton race in, in the area, this re- in this in this region this Absolutely. weekend. Absolutely, yeah. And I know I talked a little bit about Bob earlier, but again, the man raced all over the place. He was a many, 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 many time track champion at Sumter. Uh, means a lot to the community here. He is a um, a Sumter County Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, this happened quite a while ago. Um, so he's a, he's a big name in these parts, and we're really excited to honor him um, with this race this weekend. And uh, really excited to have his family there and everybody else. It's going to be a ton of fun at Sumter. Please come out. Come see me. Uh, not sure if Matt's going to be there just yet. But still. I'm still undecided on on what I'm gonna do this weekend. I, I it's still up in the air. I could be in Sumter this weekend, or I might be in Lakeview. Or shoot, you might can catch me in Gaffney this weekend. I I don't I don't. We we still got some thinking to do. Right, because Gaffney does have a big uh, a big crate race coming up that I think you have a shot at. Um, yeah, I don't know if I got a shot, but I, I, mean, I wouldn't mind have, trying to make the race. You would at least make the race, I do believe. Um, they got the American Crate All-Stars in a couple of weeks, which is a fantastic 604 Crate Late Model Series. Um, they've really, you know, it's it's American All-Stars and it's crew. So that's the top echelon in 604 racing right now. And then, you know, you have your Mid-East, your Fast Tracks, and, and other series. Uh, but the top- I don't know now. I don't know now. Minnie's had Jeremy Steele, uh, Benji Hicks. Okay, uh, sure. I mean, so, I mean, not, not this year, but last year. Sure. I mean, they had some 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 pretty big names. Now, they, they – Kobe Quick. I mean – They do have some really big names, but I'm just talking about, you know, weekly purses. Weekly purses that, you know, you're, you're – Okay, um, yeah. Your middies, you're running for – uh, what two, three, sometimes five, great all stars. Their minimum purse is three. That's that's kind of right. what I'm getting at here. And their maximum okay, purse, they're, they're 15 this weekend, so they're kind of top of the echelon right now. Um, and my buddy Walter Tap helps out with that series. He does a lot of their announcing and stuff, but he's he's kind of you know full with um with his uh gym performance 602 series right now. Uh, and and we're trying to work with them and get them on the card uh for sometime this year. Definitely sometime next year. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming to Sumter. Now, before we get into the um before we get into Mount Rushmore of racing movies, I do want to mention a uh, big shout out, congratulations to my little buddy Skeeter. Got himself his first career win over at Lancaster this past weekend. They had some good racing as well. Uh for their I want to say it was their Oh, what was last weekend? Was it their shrine race, maybe? I want to say it was their shrine race. Um, they had a good turnout of cars, good turnout of fans. So congrats to them. They got a big one coming up this weekend, the Phillip Knight Memorial with the, uh, the Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake models. Y'all can go catch my buddy Hunter Weaver on the call for that one. Uh, I think they, I think it's 3000 to win there at Lancaster with the Blue Ridge cars and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, big, big props to them. Good luck to those guys that they'll put on a heck of a show up there, but we got some really cool stuff going on at Sumter. That's where I will be. And, uh, hopefully Matt will be at Sumter as well. Uh, but Matt, before we, uh, before we, before we go into the, uh, the Mount Rushmore here, is there anything else that you wanted to mention to talk about? I know we can talk a little bit about, uh, iRacing cause you and I kind of recently got back into it. Well, you've been back into it, but I ran my first races on the sim in about at least a month last night and I didn't do too good, but it was fun. Um, but the, the new, 
the new tire model, the new everything, the new update for dirt, uh, seems to be pretty fun to me. Um, and I know it's fun to you. More racy. It is. It's a lot. It's it's a lot more racy. Now I did find at the track at uh, we were at Knoxville. We raced one at Knoxville last night. It was a little locked down. There wasn't much passing. But at other tracks, it is it's very fun. But what you and I were talking about, there's big news coming out right now that um that they are releasing a few new tracks here soon, and we're getting a new well, car. There's a few in development. Right. I don't know. They might be releasing one for season four. Sure. I don't know if they're gonna do one. I know they're they're coming out with a. It's gonna be kind of like Lanier and USA Speedway, um, where it's an asphalt configuration and a dirt configuration. It's called uh, Pern Speedway. Yeah. So that, that'll be pretty interesting. I, don't I feel know like they anything. they should and could do that with Friendship too. I can't remember what. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I yeah. think Cherokee should be on there. I think that'd be a good track for our racing. But, I don't know if you heard that or not, but I just about busted my tail, just about fell out my chair. Whew, why? We are good. I don't know what just happened, but I just about fell out my chair. Um. <laughs> anywho, yes, Gaffney would be really good on there. Um, but um, obviously there was a, there was a thing. Uh, one of my little buddy Hunter McCoy posted that uh, that we should get Sumter on there. What he don't realize is it costs a lot of money to have them come scan your racetrack, and we ain't got oh, yeah. that kind of money right now. Um, what was that? James Murphy would win everything there. James Murphy would win everything at Subter if you put it on this M. I mean, he absolutely dude, would, man. James is absolutely unbeatable in our racing. Yes, he well, is. I mean, I mean, there's he he doesn't win every time, but most of the time he's he's fighting for the lead he sure does which is it's impressive yeah james sure does james is great at that kind of stuff and he's great in real life too um they're still working out the kinks they got a brand new well basically brand new car it's a uh it's an 18 swartz it doesn't have many nights on it uh i think he's put more nights on it than the original owner so james is they they got they got a long way to go but they are definitely getting there that racing program is picking up um i think they're still working with a, a 602 uh, an older 602 at that. Um, but yeah, Talking Dirt will be on that car for, for the foreseeable future. It'll be on your car for the foreseeable future. Um, and I, I'm really happy with, you know, the performances you guys have given have given me this year. I'm not sure if James is quite the points leader yet, but he's uh, he's definitely working his way towards being there if he can make every race. Um, now, back to the, the iRacing talk, though. What I in your remember opinion? What the other two tracks I heard about were well, I, Millbridge. I Millbridge is definitely one of them. Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm Midget. thinking. You're thinking they're coming out with. Uh, I'm thinking they're coming out with a micro and they're going to release Millbridge. Okay. Okay. That's that's kind of where my head's an interesting at. Interesting take. Now there was you know a Photoshop of a mini stock a couple about a year ago now. Um, I mean there's there's. I rather out with the updated street stock. I'm sorry. Yeah, give me a metric car. Give me a Monte Carlo, please. Please, iRacing, if you if you ever hear this, all I want is a Monte Carlo street stock for iRacing. And if you give me that, I will never complain about the sim again. Right, and make it drive like they do. That, that, yes. It does look fun out there. Yes, yes. They they may just get, make them a little bit faster. These street stocks are faster than what's, what it's on iRacing right now. With the, you know, the, what's on iRacing, what's on iRacing is, in my opinion, not a street stock anymore. 
the the Camaros that are on the game now they're they're not a well, a current day street stock because your main you know street stock brand or your main you know street stock rule set is Crusa and the ones that are on iRacing are they they're probably not even they just body wise they're not even close to Crusa you know they're 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 a stock body car they're closer to a pure stock car in my opinion um, which in some places that's street stock I will say that but um, you know, around here, that's not street stock. We need, you know, a, a full fabricated car. We need a, a Monte Carlo because Monte Carlos are dominating right now, dude. Um, and they would be fun to drive on iRacing. But yeah, my opinion right now, I think it's going to be a micro sprint and Millbridge is going to be the first couple released. Uh, besides Kern County, um, and there, like you said, there is some others in the works. I would love some more southeastern tracks on there, though. Like, give me a Screvin. Give me a give me a Sonoya. God, give Sonoya. me Sonoya. Oh. Give me Sonoya on iRacing, please. East Alabama. Uh, I don't know too much about that. Track. Taswell. Taswell. Oh gosh, man. Taswell, Bulls Gap, uh, Smoky Mountain. <laughs> all of them. All the dirt tracks. All of them. Give me every southeastern track. By God, on the sim, please, Lord, put it into iRacing's brain. Give me the southeastern tracks. Give me that red clay. All I have right now is Lanier and Charlotte. Right? But, but I mean, there's some Florida tracks. But yeah. Eh. So anyways, uh on other news, they um <laughs> the uh the dirt uh World of Outlaws game, they are coming out on Nintendo Switch uh, on October third. Which and I now I'm know. honestly kind of disappointed they're not coming out with a PC version still. Because, I mean, sure. I got friends that play on console that I would love to race with. It doesn't mean I would quit playing iRacing, or just because I have iRacing doesn't mean I, I mean, wouldn't play that let's, game. Let's you know what I mean? Though, iRacing is still superior when it comes to playability right. and, and all that stuff, but, but it would be fun got, to play. Yeah, exactly. Right. Huh. So, I mean, you know, a little disappointing news there for me, but right. it is what it is. I still have iRacing. Well, then again, I've never... Never owned a Nintendo Switch. Never thought about owning a Nintendo no, 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 Switch. No, I, I mean, me I, I won't be picking. I don't know it. how that would work. I don't either, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it'd probably be about the same as driving on a uh, controller with a maybe. controller. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I got one of these fancy controllers. It'd be pretty easy. I got one of these fancy controllers that has an attachment for one of the analog sticks where you can put. It came with a little wheel. So if I like wanted to play I mean, like Forza or any racing game, I can steer it with that. Uh, which is pretty nifty. You can to play have. World of Outlaws on console with the steering wheel. Oh, of course, and a lot of people do that. Um, so I mean, this—I've heard it was a really fun game. Uh, yeah. But obviously, you and I—we're—we're—we're we're, we're catered to. We're in the the iRacing community. Uh, not very much, but, but we're still in the iRacing community. If somehow the developers of the World of Outlaws games hears this some way somehow, please make a PC version. <laughs> absolutely absolutely make a pc version uh one more thing a couple more things i'll we'll talk about when it comes to gaming in general dude i have been on a classic game kick for the past like month and a half and it has been hard to i don't get to play games as much as i used to anymore uh because uh it's 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 tough out here for a functioning adult I, i'll tell you that but when i do man it's always i've been playing some of my favorite games from my childhood some old old sports games, NHL games, they the NCAA <laughs> baseball games from like 2006, 2007 were some of my favorites of all time. 
Um, you know, I'm trying to get back into like NCAA football games and whatnot. Uh, Spyro the Dragon. I don't know what kind of games did you oh play my as a child. God. What like let's have love this conversation. That, love Spyro because Spyro. I, oh my God, I love those games, man. I can remember back before I even had a PS One or PS Two when I was just a, a young a young whippersnapper, knee high to a grasshopper. That I would, you know, I had cousins and whatnot that played and. You know, we were playing the 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 original Elder Scrolls games. Um, there was one game that I could never, and I still don't remember the name of it. It was where you were a monster. It was a two player game. You were both monsters in a city, and you could tear up the city and fight. But I can't remember what the name of it is, and I've been trying to figure it out now for ten plus years. If y'all know it, please uh, let us know down in the comment section below. Um, and then some other games, dude, that you might remember. Do you remember, um, what was it, Destroy All Humans, the alien game? Did you ever play that? Negative. No, what did you grow playing? Because I know you're a couple years older than I am, but I think that we, we kind of had this, a similar taste when it came All to right. you know games back in the day. What you got? Dirt to Daytona. Oh, okay. I thought I thought we were getting nerdy with it. We're staying <laughs> sports games. All right, Dirt Daytona, good I, I, I'm NASCAR, being NASCAR honest. Thunder. I'm being you. honest, as honest with you right now as I can. All right. So, NAS- Dirt to Daytona. Sure. Saturday Night Speedway. Okay. Um. So, obviously, all the NASCAR games. Right. All the NCAA football games. Hey, didn't really yeah. get into the, the baseball games that much. That, I, dude, I, that's all I've been playing was uh, MVP NCAA 07. That's all I've I been had, playing. I had, like... um. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Heck it's a yeah. good game. Heck yeah. Best skating game of all time is Skate 3. Um, hold on. Stall for me real quick while I'm I got to look up my... um. See what... See what, see what you have. See. All right, I'm already there. Okay, go There for was it. a dirt bike game called Freak Style that I had. Yes. Um, you know... What about the old uh, uh, MX vs. ATV? Did you ever play that? Yeah, those oh games. Oh my god, those are so good. Um, Spyro, Enter the Dragonfly. Yes. That's the one I had. Ratchet and Clank. Um, <laughs> I never played those. Ratchet and Clank was so good. I man. played. I played Rocket Power games because right. obviously I love that show. Yes. God, what else did I? Have? I'm just trying to think of stuff there's off some, the top of my head, man. Yeah, there's some. I stuff played the I old, the old I, NFS games. Um, yeah, Need for Speed Underground too. Yes, of course. Yeah, I played all the old NSF games. My favorite NASCAR game of all time still is Thunder 2004. Nope, Thunder 2004. I'm 06. 06 was good. Um, 05 was good too. 05 was the first one that they did. It was the, it was the when they branched off from Thunder. Um, it was the first one that they did where you started. If you did a career mode, you started in the wheeling cars. And mm-hmm. um, there was there was one specific track. Where like there was base, I'm not sure if it was glitches or whatnot, but there was openings in the track. It was almost like a coliseum track, I want to say, and you could like drive into the openings and like get out of the track and just keep driving out there. I want it was a glitch or something, but that that's one of my memories of of 05. I remember the track. I remember the track. Yeah. Like you know what I'm talking about, but I yeah, can't I know think exactly of the, the what you're talking about. I don't know if it was a real track or not. Um. I wish there was a game that had Bowman Gray in it, though. I know I would have played that like like crazy. Well, I mean, iRacing has the Coliseum. iRacing which is has not the same. No, not, not the same, the same at all. Not the same at all. 
I wish that Bowman Gray would come to iRacing. That would be But dope. you still have Gateway Dirt Nationals on, on iRacing with uh, late models on um, Chili, Chili Bowl. Bowl. It's not the same. It's not as big as Gateway, but still, yes. Um, I think Chili Bowl's uh, Chili Bowl is just a little bit shorter than uh, than the Gateway track is. I would love to see the Gateway track on uh, on iRacing, but with the with the older games, dude, I've just been having so much fun. Um, I know that's probably the biggest reason why I haven't been playing the iRacing or whatnot as much or uh, some other stuff. But I, I get into these games and I can sit there for hours and hours and hours and just emerge myself and being nine, ten years old again, dude, and just sitting there playing on like NCAA football 07 was the first the first NCAA Goated. game that I really got into. The one with Reggie Bush on the cover. You remember that? Goated. Goated. Oh my game, god. Dude. That was my I was I mean, gonna say that's my favorite one. The best one is still the last one. The NCAA 14 is my favorite. NCAA Reggie, 14 was a game changer. It was 07, but 07 USC Trojans are like a yeah, cheat code. Hundred percent. Matt Leinart at quarterback. Yeah, well, yeah. Reggie Bush in, at running back. Are you kidding me? Hundred percent. And Come that on. and that game. Um, if you want to talk about local tip, the, the South Carolina Gamecocks, Sidney Rice was on that team, and I can remember as a kid every every time I throw it up, number four's coming down with it, baby. You know. So um, and I was the kid back in the day, Matt. I know we're 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 rambling on way too much right now, but I was the kid back in the day. That if I was playing, if I was playing a sports game like that, and it didn't have real names, I was gonna go in and edit that whole team to be the real team. So I had, you know, oh seven. Let's see, oh seven. Oh, it might have been Chris Smelly. No, it was the year before Chris Smelly. It was um Blake something. It was he wore number twelve. He was the quarterback for South Carolina. Whatever. I would go in. I would I would edit the quarterback. I would beat him. The wide receiver was Sidney Rice. You know, linebacker was Eric Norwood. I know I'm saying some really old names that you might not even know, but this was back, you know, sports fandom from 20 years ago, man. And, um, you know, it, it, all the – which is what I love – What I why I want to start playing – I want to get back into the, uh, the NCAA football 14 game because there's a group of modders out there, um, and this stuff gets talked about a lot in the, in the gaming community. I know this is far from racing right now, guys. I apologize, but we're just rambling here, and I'm having fun. I don't know if Matt's having fun, but I'm having fun, okay? But there's uh, college football revamped. I don't know if you've seen this stuff. Um, it's it it's a mod to the NCAA 14 game that um, has completely updated rosters, updated conferences. It's got Coastal Carolina in the game, and they got their field. It's freaking awesome, dude. And I, I so desperately want to get back into it and start playing that stuff again. But um, I will turn this back to racing. Um, my, I have tried to play Thunder 2004 again, and I will say that as far as paint schemes go, that's definitely the best NASCAR game that has ever been made. I don't know, I don't know of any NASCAR game that has that selection of paint schemes. Um, especially, you know, I always raced with Jeff Gordon. Yeah. I was a Jeff Gordon fan. I always raced with Jeff Gordon whenever I, uh, Played that. I know people are gonna be mad at me saying that because why wasn't I an Earnhardt fan? I wasn't old enough to be an Earnhardt fan. Dale, I was a Gordon fan. Oh well, yeah, okay, you were too, and you and you had a you had memory whenever whenever Earnhardt was still racing. So I mean, you chose the right path there. Um, and recently here, I just got in a, an old diecast car of uh one of the the Darlington races that I went to that Jeff Gordon won, which I think is really cool, and I got it setting up on my desk here. 
Um, I wonder if it's the one where Rick Hendrick gave me the hat from Victory Lane. Was this 2007? Could have been. It possibly was. What is it, the last time that Jeff won at um, Darlington? No. I don't think so. Okay, then it still could have been. I don't know. He had had the flame paint job back then. That's all I know. Yeah, the last time he won with the flame paint job was 2007. It was the, the first year of the car tomorrow, right? No. No? It, it was still the older, it was still the Gen 4 car. Oh, okay. Then this was 2004 or 5. Something like that. That Whatever. sounds more right. Whatever. That sounds Whatever. more right. I know that it was really cool back in the day because we went to Darlington and it was, you know, the first time that the um, the, gym, the the car tomorrow was um, brought to Darlington. Because remember, for that first season, they were only using the car tomorrow at what they deemed short tracks, which was... You know, a mile and under. I don't know if you remember this far back, but that's what they were doing. Kyle Busch won the first one at Bristol. He sure did. In the five car. Yes, he did. You were exactly right. But, um, and they brought him to Darlington. I thought it was such a big deal because, you know, this is the first time that they're at Darlington, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Jeff Gordon actually went out there and won it. And I was a super happy child um, on that day. Um, And I think that was the year that I got a pair of uh, pit gloves from, I want to say it was Ricky Rudd's uh, team. Now I was wrong a couple of weeks ago when I said that Ricky Rudd drove a UPS car. I think we pointed that out on the on the episode itself. But uh, I do remember that when he took over that car from Dale Jarrett, uh, Dale Jarrett moved to the forty four, took UPS with him. They brought Snickers, Snickers as the sponsor to the eighty eight car. I remember that now. Um, but yeah, that's enough about NASCAR. Enough about that NASCAR crap. What you got? That there was one year um, Kyle Busch was in the M M&M and M's car. But they yeah. were still in the car tomorrow, and he wrecked in practice. Yeah. Well, if you go to the garage, sometimes you can get, like, broken parts and tires and yeah. big rims and stuff. You didn't hear this from me. <laughs> but <laughs> I, Now, I'm pretty sure that since this stuff's a lot more technical than what it used to be, I'm pretty sure they don't give this stuff out willy-nilly like they used to. Yeah. So I, I really wouldn't try going and saying, hey, can I get some broken parts? But anyways, I did have like a little, one of those little front splitters off of Kyle Busch's car. I don't know what I did with it. I think I I think I threw it away a long time ago. Hey, that's, that's also, well, I suck she threw it away. It's probably worth some money now, but that's also awesome here, man. Uh, you never he know. He wrecked it in practice, but. I mean, that kind of stuff holds value for some crazy reason. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, that, uh, enough talk about the NAS crap. Um, Let's do our Mount Rushmore here so we can end the program. Okay. Um, let's do the Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of racing movies. Now, how this is going to work, we're going to go back and forth. Um, I'm going to make a list here of our picks. Matt, would you like to go first or would you like to go second? I want to go second. You want to go second. Okay. Here, let me pull up a, a document real quick just so I can keep track of what we take. Now, I will explain the ground rules to you. If I take something, you can no longer take it. If you take something, I can no longer take it. Got it? Correct. Good. Okay. So, I will make a list out. Here's my picks. And here is your picks. All right. So, 1-1 Racing Movies. I'm going to go my nostalgic favorite. Okay? Now, I'm going to... Pete, you might be mad at me for taking this. But I gotta do it. It's the best racing movie of all time, Dirt Asphalt, or the other. We gotta go. Round one, pick one. Days of Thunder. It just ha- it has to be. It's always 
It's meant to be, Matt. It's meant to be. It's the best yeah, racing movie yeah, yeah. of all time, in my opinion. And um, I, I got I got to take Days of Thunder uh, with uh, my first pick on the Mount Rushmore. And well, that leaves me with a pick of, I believe I got to go with Talladega uh, Nights. <sighs> okay, have it. You can have it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Talladega Nights. The best for my, com- uh, the, the best comedy racing movie of all time. The best, the, t- hands down, Will Ferrell in in that movie is comedic gold. Um, yeah. Who is it played the the French? Was it Sasha Baron? Probably Cohen, his maybe? best movie ever. Mm. I, I don't know. Elf probably I mean, did a little bit. Better. I know, we kind of have bias because we're racing fans, but still, yeah, Elf, Elf definitely did a lot better. But but one of his top top five got to be absolutely. So we're let's move on to pick two here, and I'm gonna go in a completely different direction. Um, kind of a niche movie. But it's the first one I'm going to take off the board from the dirt side of things. I'm going to go ahead and snag Six Pack off the board. Uh, yeah, I yeah, you kind of had to. Kinda, uh, it was a toss up, but I had to go with Talladega Night. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. Uh, it's great. It's great. Rogers, and and it, it stars Fantastic. local tracks. Sure, sure does. I mean, he's, he's in the Southeast race. It's a great story, dude. Six ragtag kids uh, come on and help, you know, a dying breeder racer come back and, and, and right. win a big one. All right, I gotta go with the emotional one here. Oh god, we got to we got to go with three. You just had to. That didn't even cross my mind. Hell, oh my gosh, got to oh, man. That you are right. Oh, cried man. like a baby. I just lost god, the trap because it of gets that. me every Kyle time. Man. Gets I've, me every time. I have watched I movie, three. Though. At least a hundred times in my life, and I have cried every single time. Every time, every time, because it tells a great story. <laughs> it tells it, it tells does. an amazing story. I mean, you get you get everything from, you know, Dale's first time driving, uh, and you know, driving his dad's car, and then you know, you get all the way up into, you know, his kids, and um, uh, who was it that that passed? Was it Neil Bonnet? Um, mm-hmm. And you get all that story. You get uh, whenever he sent Junior to a military school whenever he was young. You get everything. To Camden, right up the road. To to Camden Military Academy. I'm not sure if everybody knows that, but uh, everybody should know that. Dale Hart Junior went to Camden Military Academy, which is right up the road from us here, um, which is really, really cool. Um, So, yeah, you get everything in three. Great movie. Great pick. I'm I'm sad that I didn't take it 1-1. I really am. Um, But uh, that leaves me no choice, Matt. That leaves me no choice. I'm gonna have to number go. Three. I'm gonna have to go with uh, one of my favorite movies about the fir- very first African American race winner with NASCAR. I'm gonna go with Grease Lightning. Okay. That's the score, the story of Wendell Scott. Grease okay. Lightning, a uh, okay. movie that I've only I've only seen it once or twice, but it is a great movie. And the only reason that I have have only seen it once or twice uh, is that it's not on any you know big streaming services. Um, but I have seen it before, and it is a fantastic movie. We're going Grease Lightning with pick number three here for my Mount Rushmore. All right. So for my pick three, I'll, I'm gonna go with something, something again different. And I, I don't know if this is gonna help me or hurt me, but I gotta go with Cars. You know, no, no. I gotta go with Cars. That was my I mean, pick four. No. 
Wow, are you going to choose that? Yes, I was, I was going Cars <laughs> next. You absolutely... Guess, can you guess when that movie came out? I don't know if you looked at it or not. Can you guess when that movie came out? 2006. 2006. I cannot believe that movie's oh that old. Oh, gosh. Well, you got to think. There's. I mean, I could be shabby here and go Cars 2, Cars 3, Cars... I'm not going to do that. We're going to choose something. We're else. just going to list it off as Cars. Yes, Cars. So. God, that, oh, you just won the draft of that. Uh, everybody, everybody, uh, you know, our age grew up with cars. Um, so that's pick pick three, right? That's your pick three. Okay. So now this is more. not what you told me when you said you had a different list than what I would have. So I'm kind well, of upset. I got a lot of other movies that I, I want to, but we're we're only shortening up to four. So I, I'm gonna make it this this last pick that I got is probably not gonna be known. So go ahead with your last pick. Okay. Okay. Well, my last pick is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I watched it on uh, YouTube a bunch of times before they took it down. Um, And uh, it stars the man, the myth, the legend, Burt Reynolds. One of the best racing movies, in my opinion. One of the most underrated racing movies, in my opinion. Doesn't get any love that it should. I'm taking Stroker Ace off the board here with pick number four for the Mount Rushmore. Okay, okay. Now, I left you a lot to play with here for your final pick, so I'm kind of nervous. Really nervous here with your final pick of your Mount Rushmore. And then we'll get to it. Makes me want to change, makes me want to change mine. Oh, God. So, you got uh, a ton of options here. We'll throw out some some honorable mentions after this, but Matt's got a ton of options here if we're just going a Mount Rushmore. Oh, man. All right, well. Just, just for the all right, I got to go with with the uh, the man himself, John Travolta in Trading Pain. No, right, that's dude. that's gonna be my fourth one. I and I'll be honest, never seen that one. Never seen it. Um, I don't know if you know the synopsis at all, but I have never seen Trading Pain. I've uh, heard of it, heard it was good, never seen it. So it is what it is. I'll let you take that off the board. I'm confident. I don't know if I want that one or not. No, 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 you you already took it. You already took it. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take it. You already took it. Um, but but let's, let's run through, uh, some more here. You've got uh, red dirt rising was an option. Um, uh, let's see. You've got, uh, let's see if we can run through this whole list. Of course, uh, trading paint that you just said, you've also got, you know, four versus Ferrari. We could throw that in there. That was a real race. Um, Rush, the movie, uh, uh, John, James Hunt, and Nicky Lauda. Absolutely. You got, uh, uh, what was it? Lady driver. Lady driver was an option there. <laughs> um, <laughs> speed racer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about speed racer. That's a little out of our, out of our, uh, element there. Uh, Herbie fully loaded. I'm we could have thrown Herbie yeah, fully loaded yeah, in there. Um, we could have thrown oh, man. all yeah. kinds of stuff, man. Oh. Uh, Redline 7,900 or Redline 7,000. Uh, was in there. What was There's one? one movie that I'll watch. It came out in 2003. I don't know if you watched it or not. And I can't remember any of the... It's got some... um, The guy who played Uncle Eddie. It's got him... This It, it has him in the movie. It's okay. called uh, Cart... It's called Cart Racer. Yes, I've heard of this. It came out in 2003. And I, I've watched it so many so many times the main character's name is Watts Davies. Like I even remember it till this day. Like it's, it's, it, I thought it was a good movie back then. I haven't watched it in forever, but I, I was thinking about going with that one, but we gonna leave that one in the Absolutely. And I'm seeing something now. I've never heard of this one. It's something called thunder in Carolina. 
um, which wow. I'm definitely gonna have to check out if that's something about the history of racing here in the, in the state or the next couple of states. Uh, Fireball 500, I forgot about that one. That's an old movie from the '60s. Uh, so many, so many other story or so many other um, racing movies that we could have you know talked about. Of course, uh, we left out the Fast and the Furious uh, movies. We left out um, Need for Speed movies for obvious reasons. Uh, Baby Driver, we left that one out for obvious reasons. Um, and all, all kinds of other ones. Now, I have heard, Matt, that um, there is possibly a new um, Days of Thunder being made. I have heard rumors about that, so that would be pretty cool. But that does it for our first ever Mount Rushmore here. Y'all give us Mount Rushmore ideas. I think next week we're going to, I'm going to make Matt do this. We're going to do the Mount Rushmore of concession stand food. Uh, because I feel like I would have a really good shot at that. But y'all let us know down in the comments who won that. I'm going to put a, a, a picture up on the Facebook page here soon. I can't do concession stand food. Sure you can. you can. You can just come up with something. You Go to the track <laughs> this right. weekend and go visit the concession stand and see what they got. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, guys, right. that's Mount Rushmore. That's all the topics we had to cover here. Uh, some really cool stuff in the works. Y'all stay tuned with us. Follow us on Facebook at Talking Dirt. Follow Matt at Matt Pridgen Racing. Check us out on TikTok at uh, at Talking Dirt on TikTok as well. And subscribe to us on YouTube, Talking Dirt TV over on the YouTube page. Y'all check that out. But for in the meantime and between time, I've been Ryan Williams for Mr. Matt Pridgen. This has been Talking Dirt. We appreciate you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.